Have you ever felt lost in your life? Like you're trying everything, you're maybe you've had different careers, maybe you've made a lot of choices in your life, and most of them, when you're looking back on them, don't seem to make any sense at all. And you might even feel like you don't have any clue what's going on in the world or any understanding of what you even want. You're trying to find purpose, meaning in your life, but you feel lost. And maybe you have friends that look down upon you because you just Ryan can't get his shit together. He just can't figure it out. I felt like that for a very long time. I felt lost. Not that I feel completely clear all the time, and you'll learn that here in my my rants, <laughs> but I have figured out some things, and I'm going to play something for you here in a minute. It was uh, uh, something I, I said on stage last year, and it was at this big event called the Hero Retreat. I was preparing for this event, just like I prepare for any other event. I do a lot of introspective work, and that's just part of who I am in general. I do that probably way too much for my own mental health, <laughs> but... Uh, I was preparing for this this time on stage and to really introduce myself to the crowd in an, an engaging way with a, a kind of an epiphany moment of like what made me who I am and what brought me to the stage at this particular moment. What I thought I was going to say leading up to it became a completely different story as I was working on it. And then I started to look back on my life and realize that all of these 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 roads that I took, these forks in the road or these decisions that I made, which at the time might have seemed completely nonsensical, actually started to make sense. But it took me stepping away from myself and my journey and looking with more of an objective state of mind at were these things that happened in my life, these challenges these maybe career changes, these friends that I've met, these people that I've been previously married to. <laughs> There's just one. But <laughs> have all of these have all these events in my life meant something or were they just nothing? Was there any sense that I could make of them? Or do they just happen and then I just completely write them off? But I found a connection and I found this theme in my life and it started to make sense. And it started to make a whole lot of sense in where I was going in my future. And I want you to hear this. And I think it, it inspired me, even working on this, to inspire others. And I hope that you like what it's all about. And if you don't, then I guess I'm going to keep doing what I do anyway. <laughs> Maybe you'll like the next one. But this was one of the highlights of my entire 2021. I feel really good about it. And I hope you get a kick out of it and enjoy it as well. Before we dive into it, before you, you hear this, I want you to know that just before I go out on stage to open up this big show, I think there was about 600 people in the audience. It was sold out. Next year, we're doing another one. It's called Hero Retreat. I hope you can come to the next one. Um, it, it, this one is, it, it, there was a, a video I created before this leading up to it, and it's called Hero, of course. I've mentioned that already. I created this little skit. It's about a five-minute skit about this depressed version of myself, meeting this futuristic guy, this futuristic version of myself who's got it all figured out. He's talking to this younger, burnt out, depressed version of myself in a funny way because I didn't want to bring everybody down before I brought them back up <laughs> in the show. I didn't want anybody crying before I got on stage. I started with that in a bit of a lighthearted sense to get the show rolling. So hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, here's my big life epiphany. 
Welcome to the Hairpreneur Show. I'm Ryan Whedon, founder and CEO of Masters of Balayage. I still remember that day when someone I loved told me, you're just a hairstylist. Toxic relationship, probably, but it was just the fuel I needed to become obsessed with cracking the success code. From dead broke with just 75 bucks in the bank to running one of the most reputable seven-figure brands in the industry, I've dedicated my life to helping others like you push the limits of what's possible. So if you're ready to unlock the secrets to using our love for hair as a vehicle to achieve more personal and financial freedom in your life, you are in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick. Have you heard about our two world-famous certification courses? If balayage is your thing, we've got the Balayage Master's Program, or BMAP as our students call it. And if blonding is your thing, we've got the Blonde Master's Certification Course. These immersive, fast-track mastery courses guide you through modern fundamentals all the way to advanced mastery with topics like bleach outs, zigzag foliage, and hybrid blonding. With hours of immersive video training, color theory, skill strategy, accountability, live training, not only we feel completely transformed by the end of the program, you feel like you've accelerated through years of hard work. You're also going to gain an unstoppable confidence to not just raise your prices and your value, but to create the life you want as a certified specialist. You know that feeling that you get when you return home after a hair show and for a few days you feel like you can do anything? Well, imagine feeling like that every single day without the feeling fading. That's what our programs do for you. And right now, we're holding a sale that is breaking the internet. For a limited time, you can save $300 on the Blonde Master Certification course or save $200 on the Balayage Master's program. Try one, try both. Some members have already taken the course multiple times. That's how good they are. Register now and see for yourself at www.mobnext.com. That's M-O-B-N-E-X-T dot com. Mob Next, where hairstylists get ahead and stay ahead. I just want to ask you something. Have you ever in your adult life looked in the mirror and thought to yourself, wow, I thought I'd be further along by now. But before I continue with that, because I ended up, you might not have known this, but shortly after there, I quit hair. I quit doing it. I didn't see a future in it. And, uh, and somebody that I was with at the time told me that, Ryan, being a hairstylist just isn't good enough. You need to get a real job. So I did what I thought I needed to do, and I manned up. I quit doing hair and got a real job. But let me just, again, let me just back it up for a minute. For years, I did what other people told me to do. Not because I just didn't know any difference. It just, that's parents, teachers, friends. They basically said, follow the plan. What was the plan? The plan was what society tells you the plan is. You go to college, you get, you get a job, you get married, you have kids, you retire, and hopefully you die fat and happy, right? That's the plan. You follow the plan. It's worked for generations, so we think, and of course we find out that, you know, generations have been depressed for generations. <laughs> But I didn't know any better. So I followed the plan. I went to college to be a doctor or something. I'm not like, I wasn't going to be a doctor. Let's just be clear about that. I'm not doctor smart. You know, I didn't want to work on cadavers and stuff. And that was just memories of the smell. I mean, I still, I still see it. So senior year of college, I, I felt this calling for more. I just, 
I know that you probably all feel this too, that you feel like there's more for you out there. You might not be sure what that is, what direction you should go, but you feel like there's more for you out there. Even if you're doing what you love, you still maybe imagine more. Imagine following a dream and just going in with conviction. And I'm like, you know what? I need to start living my life. And I had a dream. I'm going to be an actor. That was my dream. I'm going to be a, not just an actor, a famous actor, right? So I changed my major dramatic arts. I'm like, I'm living my life. I'm taking control of my life. And it felt good. So I moved to New York City, became a bartender, basically. <laughs> I did some acting work here and there, but I realized, okay, this was not really working out for me. I didn't find that, that real passion in, in acting, and I didn't want to live my life as a starving artist. So I was also broke, and I had taken out loans, and, and I decided that I, I, being an actor wasn't for me. I tried it for a couple years. I was there during 9-11. That was a big, big wake-up call for the entire world. But I was there, and, and it was a big wake-up call for me personally as well. I watched the towers actually collapse with my own eyes. I was that close. Still remember that morning. And then I started to think about where I wanted my life to be. You know, you think about a lot of things when you see other people's worlds end. You start to think about yourself and your own mortality. And I didn't want to continue living like this. I didn't feel like I was being fulfilled. So I threw in the towel. I moved out of New York. I, I quit my dream. And I moved to Las Vegas where my parents were living at the time. Not really a good place to move when you're depressed. <laughs> and if you really want to feel bad about yourself, move in with your parents after you've failed in the real world. <laughs> that was great. So I got this bartending job, and I'm working there, and I'm trying to figure things out. And what did they say? They say, Ryan, you know, you, you tried it. You gave it your best. And I know I did. They say, why don't you just go back to school? And again, this is how they were raised. This is the plan. There wasn't a lot of successful dream chasers in their life and in many people's lives. So I decided to go back to school, and I went back to a community college to start working on. I was going to be a physical therapist or something. You know, I was just, start taking science classes again. Just, that's the plan, right? I, was, I wasn't getting very good grades, but I was there, and I, I was, didn't know any better, so I went in there, and after a couple months, I just didn't, it didn't feel right. So one day I was just like looking for something else to do. I had to get out of this, but I needed just something else. My soul was calling me for something else. This is not you, Ryan. You need to start living your life again. And then I met this girl, and her mom was a hairdresser. And she showed me a, this article one day, and it was about these two hairdressers up in the San Francisco Bay Area. And there were these two men, and they were competing salons. And it was an article just about like how they have very different vibes and businesses, but each person... Each stylist was making over $500 an hour, and this was in 2003. And I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> I just had my sights on, I need to make more money, I need more money, I need more money, I need to find a way to do that, because it would, I thought it would make my life better. So I was also inspired. I'm like, hairdressing, never thought about that. I mean, my mom usually parted my hair for all my school photos. I'm like, but sure, why not? It's something new, and it's a reason for me to get out of this, this trap that I'm in. So this calling told me to go to hair school. I jumped into cosmetology school, and I became a hairstylist. Got my first high-end salon job almost right after school, and I'm instantly charging $65 a haircut. I'm like, oh, yes, I am on my way to stardom. 
I'm going to do this. I'm going to be one of those guys. I put that article up on the wall, and I'm like, I'm going to be those guys right there. I'm going to be raking in the dough, just high-ticket clients left and right. This is the direction for me. After about three years, didn't pan out. I didn't get a full clientele. I was still paycheck to paycheck. I was broke. I didn't know how to get more clients in my chair. I didn't know how to raise my prices. This was before Instagram, before all this education on how to build our business and take control of our careers. And I was lost. And that was that guy on the screen. I didn't see a future in hair. I was, I was limited and I was trapped by this label of a hairdresser that, oh, you're just a hairdresser? Oh, when are you gonna get a real job? So I had to live with this. People made fun of me for being a hairdresser for years because I'm a, a guy in the hairdressing business and guys back then, especially I feel like straight guys, they did, they, they, we got made fun of. I had all these, these friends that were very successful and the girl that I was with, she kept comparing me to her friends. Oh, well, he's so successful. Look at him. He's making all this money. Look at him. He's making all this money. You need to get a real job. So I was like, crap. All right. I'm going to man up. I'm going to quit hair. So I quit. I threw in the towel. Got the first real job I could find. The year was 2008. And if you remember that time, or you maybe some of you were just born then, but <laughs> you remember that time? There was a big recession happening. The Marsing market crash with housing. And so there weren't a lot of jobs out there. And, you know, I really wasn't qualified to do anything except maybe, you know, work at one of those like uh, resorts and be like a singing waiter or something. But I couldn't really sing. So that didn't really help me either. You know, I couldn't really dance either. The other reason why the acting thing just didn't work out. You know, I do a lot of like undulating and thrusting and whatever. My daughter's copying me. I'm, I'm going to put her in dance classes as soon as I can. So she doesn't actually become me with the way I dance. So I got this real job, and if you've ever seen that movie Office Space, it was just like that. It was cubicle hell. It smelled like Windex and cake every single day. <laughs> it was always somebody's birthday. Little space heaters at your feet keep you warm and toasty. You got blankets, and you're like, why is it so cold in here? Because one person in there runs hot. <laughs> so then I... I was, I was, it got even more depressed. I fell even deeper into this hole. I'm like, I, I just looked in the mirror and I'm like, I failed over and over and over again. I was, I felt like I failed. I failed as a hairstylist. I failed as a student. I failed <laughs> as a son. I felt like I failed as a friend. I just felt like such a failure. And the person I was with ended up leaving me anyway. So I was basically all alone and I knew there was more for me. I knew there was something else for me. And I started to feel this calling again. It's like, this is not my path. This is not where I'm supposed to go. Get the fuck away from this job. You got to do something more with your life. I don't know what it is, but something's knocking on my door. Say, Ryan, you got to answer that door. So I ended up doing this real estate thing and sucked at real estate Pretty much failed at that too. But in, real, in this time here, I met this guy who's funny enough, his name was Guy. <laughs> and also funny in creating this time on my stage here, he's like a guide. <laughs> he was like a guide for me. He was like a mentor. He took me under his wing. He taught me so much. He was like Yoda for me. Again, you know, hero, superheroes, Yoda. So Yoda... For me, he taught me about marketing, online marketing. He told me about 
recurring revenue. He told me about the importance of mindset. He taught me about business and branding. All of these tools that I'd never experienced before in my life. And I was, again, I was intrigued. And he's like, Ryan, do you want to go into business together? And I said, yes. Yes, I do. I am so inspired by all this. Let's go into business. So we created this incredible digital product. And we started to get this, this money coming in. And we invested it right back into the company. And I was so sure that this idea was going to work out. So sure that the business was going to just be the answer to millions of dollars and richness in my life. Private planes and everything. Because I was just set on all these, these, these tangible things. But then the product itself... It didn't sell like we thought it would. So it tanked and it failed. Now it's $40,000 in credit card debt again. We departed ways. It was a sad day when we did that because I'm like, I just chalked it up to the list of failures in my life. But I got really stoned one night. <laughs> Is weed really even still a drug? <laughs> and I had an epiphany. And I, I realized that this failure was almost like an eye-opening moment for me. It was like an aha. I didn't feel like it was as much of a failure because of everything I had learned. And I'm like, wait a minute. The acting, the hairstyling, the marketing business and branding mindset and recurring revenue and all that stuff, these were puzzle pieces. They weren't failures. I'm like, what if I put all this together? I love doing hair. I love the marketing, and I love being on stage and acting. <laughs> I'm like, what if I do this? I'm like, okay. I felt inspired. So I made this giant pot of coffee one night, and I'm like, I, I created this vision board, and I put pen to paper, and I'm like, I'm getting back into hair. I have zero clients. I'm starting from absolute scratch, and I'm over my head. It broke. What am I going to do? I'm like, you know what? It was a hard decision, but I'm like, I want to wipe this slate clean. So I declared bankruptcy. I'm like, canceled out all my debts. Of course, credit ding for still, <laughs> but <laughs> absolutely worth it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a part-time job at Starbucks. I'm going to start building up my clientele. I'm going to do everything it takes to be successful in this business as a hairstylist. I am inspired. I know that this is a puzzle pieces in every one of these Failures was not a failure. It was a discovery. It was a discovery in my soul. And it just, this pull just kept telling me, follow your soul. Follow what your soul is telling you. It is trying to lead you in the right direction. And I've gotten a lot more spiritual on this journey. You know, I don't have a lot of crystals and everything. But that's Jenny Streeby. She'll be on later. <laughs> but I, I was just, I, I, I couldn't wait. And, and, I, and I started following that path. And it felt good. And I was convicted. And I'm like, nothing is going to stop me now. Successful salon. Successful education. Successful business. Successful mindset. And I'm positive. I know that whatever faces me now, I can handle it. Because I believe now. And I believe that my journey was that of a hero's journey. Ups and downs. Epic discoveries. But you got to keep going forward. And you got to keep growing from it. Recently, I also heard this recording, and I want you to write this down if you can see in the dark. This guy, Earl Nightingale, when I was creating this presentation up here for you, I was listening to some things, and he has this audio recording from the 1950s, one of the most powerful things you will probably ever hear in your entire life. It's called The Greatest Secret in the World. You know that one? 
Uh-huh, the greatest secret in the world. And he said something that, that was a, an epiphany for me. And I had heard him before, years before, but then it's like when you revisit something at the right time, it really starts to ring true to you. And this was the moment that really rung true to me. And he said in his audio recording, he said, do you know what the opposite of courage is? It's not cowardice. It's conformity. So we got to rebel against that. We got to stop doing what the label tells us we got to do. We got to live our life according to our soul's path. We got to fight every single day. Think about it. If you were diagnosed with a terminal disease and you had two years left to live, what would you do differently? Start doing that today. Start doing that today. If you're not following that path, start doing it today because progress is better than perfection. Start today. Even if you don't get there, you will feel that richness, that power of following your dreams, fighting against conformity. Now, I want to leave you with this short story. Recently, my family and I took a trip to Maui, and it was a beautiful vacation. There was this cliff, these black rocks off in the distance that these people would line up and go see, uh, go, they would actually climb up it and, and jump off it every single day. And it was just like, it was like 30 feet, this 30 foot cliff. And it was just magical to watch. It had this like spiritual bit to it and like the story behind it, which I can't remember. But I was like drawn to it. This whole vacation, every single day, we were there for maybe four days. And I just kept looking out there as I was sipping my pina colada. I'd be like, that'd be cool to do, but I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. Uh, and then, you know, once I start drinking, I'm like, well, now I'm drinking, so I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be an, a bad example of what not to do. So, like that day went away. Next day came. I look at that. I'm like, God, that'd be so cool. It's like kids were doing it. Adults were doing it. All ages. And they were jumping in, and it just looked so cool. But it also looked so dangerous. I'm like, I really want to do that. And on the last day, I looked at that cliff. And it was a morning just before the pina coladas came. <laughs> and I'm like, Ryan, you have a choice to make. Are you going to do it? And uh, I asked myself a question. I'm like, would I be upset? Would I have regret if I didn't do it? And I asked myself that. And the answer, yes. I would feel regret if I did not do it. So I said, Jenny, my wife, I'm going to go jump off that cliff. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'm going to record it. <laughs> she just didn't, it wasn't a big deal to her but it was a big deal in here because I'm like just here we go <laughs> and uh, she's like yeah let's do a court video and she's like yeah Ryan's gonna go do a dive on this cliff I'm like no no not a dive I'm just jumping <laughs> like I'm not a diver no I'm not I'm not gonna be graceful about it <laughs> so she's like okay it was really far away I mean it was gonna take me a bit to get out there so she's like okay I'll watch you when you go out there and uh I'll make sure I record it. Cool. We did a, we did a pre-recording and everything, and it was cool. And I'm like, here I go. So all along the way, I'm like, you've got courage. You can do this. I'm pumping myself up. Like, it's almost like a big game. And, and I'm pumping myself. I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Channel that light. Channel that energy. Channel that positivity. And I was getting super pumped. And then I get there, and I realize I got to swim out there. Like, I can't just, people were walking up this cliff earlier uh, in, the, in the week, but nobody was doing it today. And they put this sign up that said, falling rocks. And I'm like, I'm not going up that way. Nobody else is. I'm not going to be that bad example. But swimming is something that I don't really do that well. I swim. I, I, I can swim, but it's like I, I just, you know, fear of drowning, you know. <laughs> and, and without like floaties or anything, I don't, 
I, I, <laughs> not, not a surfboard to grab onto when you crash on the wave. But there were people around, and, so, and you know what I said? I'm going to swim out there. And it was maybe, I, I don't know how far away it was, maybe from here to where the booth is over there. You know? And it was deep. You know? There's nothing to stand on. You got to swim up that rock, climb up the rock. So I said, okay, let's do this, Ryan. You got this. So I started swimming out there, and I was not like this. I was doing breaststroke. Let's be real about it. Breaststroke, 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 you know? But then I get about a third of the way out there, and I start panicking. And I'm like, okay, what if I, what if I just get too tired, and I'm, I'm breathing heavy now, and this anxiety is, I've been, I've been plagued with anxiety my whole life, like bad anxiety. Sometimes I couldn't even, like, drive a car, that kind of anxiety. But I'm starting to feel that panic coming out. I'm panicking, I'm panicking. I'm just like, Ryan, you're doing great. Slow down. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the water, the way it feels. And I started to calm myself down. For the first time ever swimming in my life, I'm calming myself down. And I'm doing the breaststroke. And I'm just like, this is amazing. I got this. I believed in myself. And it felt great. And I got to that rock. And I climbed up. And I'm looking down, and I'm just like, whoa, that's far. And I'm like, went down there. I hit the water. I'm like, whoa, yes. I run back. I'm like, tears in my eyes. I was so excited. And I come back to where my wife was sitting. And she looks at me. She's like, did you go? I'm like, you didn't get it. She's like, no, I saw you walk out there, and you were looking at the rocks for a while, and then I thought you turned around and walked away. I'm like, you thought I gave up? <sighs> Do you know what I did? I did it again. <laughs> Always choose courage over conformity. Courage is what's going to take you to that next level, and I know you all have it in you, and you are here, and you are ready for a transformation today and with the rest of your life. Start writing your story today. You got it? Thanks for listening. Do me a favor, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your socials. Not only does it give you content to post, you are also serving your supporters as a role model by showing your commitment to growth. You grew today and I'm proud of you. Now go put what you learned into practice so you too can earn more personal and financial freedom in your life. And before you go, I have one favor to ask. Because I do this podcast for free to give you advanced tools and strategies to get ahead, please help me spread the word. It would mean the world if you would take a quick moment and rate this podcast with five stars. That's the best token of appreciation I can ask for. Until next time, love what you do, grow every day, and share your passion with the world.